org. Okay. Did we hear something? Yes, something? I hear nothing. Oh, shoot. Wait, no, I How about I now? <laughs> How about now? Anything? Uh, I think something's coming through, but I don't know if I hear it. Well, yeah, I hear it. I don't hear it. Hold on. Oh, now I hear it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, your level was low. They turned you down. They got to turn you up. Yep. Got to be turned to the left or to the right or I don't know. I got to be turned somewhere. You got to be turned. You got to be turned. Yeah, I got to be turning. Got to be got to always be turning. Um A B T always be turning. A B T. Yeah. <laughs> Home even when you're not um no that's adt you know what i'm talking about you don't know this oh adt yes I ADT. Do. I do. that's for like the what was it it was home security yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we're home even when you're not that's creepy yeah yeah that is very creepy that's scary yeah um yeah only like you could you, you could do the microphone a little bit close to you It'll that's move, what i was thinking i was it'll like move around i was like you i feel like you messing with your microphone i need to mess with my microphone yeah. just a little bit more How yeah just sound? gotta do some microphone but just to feel professional i know right so yeah oh dulcet tones <laughs> dulcet de leche come on all right now. How, how, how i'm feeling how 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 am i coming through i think you're coming through nice yeah nice you gotta have tall people on this podcast or radio <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, it's no suggestion. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre, co host Jake Joseph in the hey, house. Hey. Uh, um, okay, and I, I, you, I don't think I can do your last name, so you're gonna have to okay. help me. Okay, okay so it's Oni, yes, and then your last name is Oni Okuli. Oni Okuli, all right, that's it's beautiful. Oni Okuli. Oh, the first thing that's coming to mind is about a Cooley, Cooley High Harmony. Wait, oh. what is that? I have that's, no idea, that's but I remember Boys Cooley to Men. High. Cooley High was a movie. Yeah. Cooley High Harmony, I think, is the first Boys to Men album. Oh, really? Motown wow. Philly back again. Man. Ooh, <laughs> Boys to Men. I love me some Boys to Men. Where are they from? They're not from both. They're from Philadelphia. I don't I know. I think so. I don't Welcome know where they're from, you, but I think it's yeah. Philly. Yeah, I think it's Philly. Boys to Men, ADT, home even when you're not. <laughs> that was uh, the Boys to Men song. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Oni Okuli. Mm-hmm. Here's the first uh, thought I had. I some this uh, is always a gamble on this show. How I'm feeling because we recorded at eleven o'clock at night because that's the slot we were. Appointed by Radio wow. Free Brooklyn. This past my bedtime. Okay, so <laughs> I I thought I think the the prevailing wisdom is when you do a show, you go, "Well, I gotta get the energy up. I gotta," but I I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I learn from non convicted uh, uh, murderer Alec Baldwin to just come in as you are. I just come. <laughs> I just whatever I got. That's what I got. That's a good philosophy. Yeah, why pretend that I'm exactly. got something else? You can't pretend. Don't pretend. Keep it real. I think you could probably do microphone a little bit closer. A little bit closer. Really, sharp. really, really put my mouth on it. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. me to put my mouth? <laughs> You're being very okay. You're being very aggressive on this <laughs> on this first date. 
Listen, listen, okay? You're being very great. I like you a lot, Evelyn. I like you a lot, okay? Yeah. But we're, let's just. Look, I don't know if you the one. The only way I know if you the one is if I can put my mouth on. Oh, come on. I'm trying to give you a, I'm trying to drop you off. We're in my Oldsmobile. I just. Let me just, let me just lick a face. (laughs) Let me lick a finger. I need to know if that chocolate is real. I, I'm I'm black. What do you think? This is not painted Looking on. Like a chocolate. Ow. Okay. Um. Mm. It's it's four dollars to validate your parking. Oh, pay him. Pay him. I could you parking lot attendant? I'm dealing with. I have a. This is a real woman that I got in the seat of this car. Yes, okay. I'm a yes. lady. It's a real woman. I have to. I can't. I can't. I can't turn away from. Turn away from her to deal with you, and your the parking will be validated as it's validated. Okay, can I just speak with this woman? I have to deal. We're on a first date. This could be the last first date of my life. So we're gonna tow your car if you don't get this validated in the next fifteen minutes. You see Ooh. how real this is? Yeah. You know what? Let him tow it. Let him tow it while we in it. <laughs> Let him tow it, Evelyn. While we in it. Baby, you see, you got too much fire in you, and I don't know if I if I'm scared of it or if I need it. If I'm attracted, to, I don't know. Come to doctor. Okay, what? Well, I feel like I'm being drawn in like a tractor beam. Jebediah, come get the tow truck. It's happening again. Well, Listen, Evelyn, this is passion. I, I I feel like this is this is the craziest first date of my life, and it's going to be the last. Oh, is it? Oh my word! You're I have, maybe things are moving too fast. Maybe maybe we could just slow down. Let me just validate this parking. All right. We could just do what we plan, which is take a walk and get uh two glizzies from the hot dog from, stand from the hot dog. I now I feel like it's a bad idea because of how this started. I mean, it started spicy and now it's just melting away. Damn! All right, I gotta, I gotta pick the spice back up because I'm you regretting do. it. You you're, gotta do something. You're a woman who needs some excitement. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm Hit him sorry, again, baby. Hit him I'm again. sorry, sir. Hit him again, baby. Uh, Hit him. Oh, my parking is always valid. Seed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We That's how go. we started. There That's how we started. Yeah. Yeah. This is not PG-13, everyone. <laughs> this is after eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Improv after dark. Improv after Broadcast dark, baby. Straight to the internet. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wonderful. All right. Okay, we got first scene in. Hopefully, okay, I would like to say, uh, yeah, we do. We'll talk about whatever we talk, whatever we want to talk about. We talk about whatever we want to talk about. Hopefully, we'll, and then we'll jump into improv scenes. Anybody can start a scene, okay. anybody can end a scene. Just call scene and end it. Hopefully we'll get three more scenes like that in in this next hour. Ooh. If we get more than three scenes in, woo. what I get a cookie? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean we don't yeah. have one, but we don't have any, You could give yourself a cookie. You could buy yourself a cookie guilt free. Yeah, but if we nah. do less than three scenes, I'm a raw vegan, so I don't eat any of that. Ooh, raw oh, vegan, talk yeah. about that. Well, how long have you been a vegan? Oh my gosh, for almost a year. Oh, okay. So does that mean you don't like cook food? You eat I don't it all raw? Food. I I eat fruits and fresh vegetables. Wow. Whole Foods know me. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you, is that was that for you a sacrifice? Or when you started that, were you like, this is the way I've always wanted to eat anyway? You know what? I think my body was like, this is the way I've always wanted to eat. I think because the reason why I started was I just got 
super tired after I ate milk. And I was already a relatively healthy eater. Like I was a pescatarian um, and I did not do dairy products, but um, I would like splurge on Trader Joe's uh, truffle chips. Like that was Mm -hmm. my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So you still eat them or no? No, I do not. I do not because it's cooked. But I would I would just fall asleep like and I would have intense brain fog after I eat anything. Damn. And so I was like, you know, it has to be a better way. And I watched a documentary that was like, well, if you're tired, why are you eating dead food? You should be eating food that is alive. And I was like, that makes sense to me. And so then I switched. Damn, you had that intense, intense itis. I did. I had real. It was bad. I had brain fog. Like I would be at work getting stuff done and then I would eat lunch. And then afterwards, I'm like. I got to go home. I can't. What is this? Somebody fell down the stairs. I can't. Got to go. Wow. <laughs> what do you do? Is that something you do for work is pick people up? From the... What? Well, what is it that you're eating that causes somebody to fall down the stairs immediately yeah. after you've eaten? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We... Oh, my but word. Besides comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a property manager. So. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. I deal with a lot of residents. Oh, residents. is this uh, just a job you're hired for? Is this like a family business? No, it's a job that I'm hired for, which I appreciate. I mean, it's luxury housing and, you know, they pay my bills. So thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, story about a tenant? Oh, I can't tell. I can't. I can Actually. Bring, I'm just going to ask you to bring the mic a little bit close while you tell the story. Bring yeah, the yeah. mic close. Yeah, yeah, that's what's, perfect. What's your favorite bring story that you can closer. tell? Oh, can I tell? Oh, can I tell? Let me think. Ooh, um, I'm ready to hear this. Well, no one knows where I work at. So, actually, no. I <laughs> Keep it quiet, y'all. Yep. Please do not Google me. Please do not. I like how I looked over here as though there's a camera. Well, you know what? This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that I, I've worked at a lot of other, like, I've worked at many property management companies. So the story that I'm going to tell you may not necessarily be where I'm working at now, but it is, um, and it may not have happened to me. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's stuff that I have heard through the great Fine. The, the okay. property manager circle. Um, property manager circle. Only heard it through the grapevine. Uh, <laughs> That's how we start this segment. Okay, tell it. Tell it. I gotta think of something because I don't know. I feel kind of bad if I were to say it. <laughs> so it didn't happen to you, and it, it wasn't. It's not currently me. the building that you're it's in. It's not. So we've, it, I think we've obscured everything that we can to me the building that I'm in. And I've worked at several other places, and it didn't happen with any of those companies. Okay. (laughs) Ow, my stomach. Uh Um, Okay, so what I had heard through the grapevine at a particular building that um, um, at a um, supposed-to-be secured building, luxury property with, you know, Concierge, 24 con- twenty four hour concierge, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, someone off the street, an ex, like like someone that is about to get convicted or was, had a court case coming, just strolled in and started living in a vacant apartment for several days. Wow. Oh. 
Wow. Uh, just okay. And that's it. That's the whole And and let's say that someone like let's say that a leasing agent was going to show this vacant wow. apartment. And, and when they opened the door, this convict ran across the door, wow. ran across into uh, into the, like the closet to try to hide. <laughs> Messed up the whole leasing. <laughs> Messed up the whole prospects experience. I don't know what you're talking about. There's nobody in here. There's nobody. No one's in here. Um, <laughs> sir, I, I just saw you. I saw, sir, mm. I saw you run across the door, sir. You ran, I opened the door and you ran into the closet. And you talking to me right now. You talking to, you talking to me? I, I'm talking to you. It's impossible. I'm not in here. Get about the closet, sir. Uh, I have a right to remain in the closet, okay? My sexual orientation is my business. And plus, I'm not here. This has nothing to do with your sexual orientation. You don't tell me what has to do or what doesn't have to do with my sexual orientation because I'm not even in this closet. Sir, <laughs> yeah. I am the art gallery owner. I have artists that is about to come in and I need to open up every space and venue and you need to get out of that closet because these guests need to put their coats in this closet. Well, I'm going to inform you that... Uh, couple of these coats won't be returnable or usable because I'm now using them as clothing. Sir, do you want me to call the cops? Uh, if you call the cops when they you get know, here, I'm going to be naked as the day I was born. <laughs> you know? Renegade. I'm not in here. You know what? I, I, I hate to do it. I don't I What kind don't of art do you deal in here? What kind of art? What kind of, I, I, in I'm art. a connoisseur. You're not a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur. Sir, your breath smells like alcohol. Okay? <laughs> that your, is how you enjoy. Your clothes enjoy. is tattered. These like you've just not, been in an accident. This is not. These are not my coats. These are other people's coats that I'm borrowing. Uh, you know, um, who, who no. sings that song? Oh, I heard it through the grapevine. I'm just about to lose my mind, honey, honey. Hey, heard it through the I don't, grapevine. I don't know, sir. I don't know who sings that song. But do you have a Is point? It Tank. Tank. The R and B artist. May Tank. Maybe. I don't. Uh, I doubt. Hi, that. excuse me, ma'am. Uh, um, here's my coat. Thank oh, you. Uh, thank uh, all right. You. Okay. You lucky he ain't checked this closet. I need you to get out of this closet. If he checked the closet, he would not find anything because I'm not even in here. Sir, what if... Okay, sir, let's talk about this now, okay? okay. All right, I've seen you walking up and down the street. Mm. I know you've gone through some rough times. They were I really know, rough. I know your wife left you, but you can get back up again. Well, I can, never told you this story. Is it just my bearing? My No, because my I sad used to, bearing. It is your sad bearing. And you also chuck your wedding ring into the, the um, gutter. I do it every day and I fish it out. And then you fish it out. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. But look, you can't. Evelyn! All right. Um, Ma'am, we have a an Evelyn Flanderson. Oh, an Ev um, okay. Bring her Bring her in. Wait, bring, bring, bring her in. Look, it's your wife. Here's your chance. Is this, is this some sort wife. of ruse to get chance. me out of the closet? It's your wife. Because I may or may not be a gay man, and you don't know. You don't know. Yoo-hoo, it's Evelyn. Oh, 
Oh, hi. I was instructed that you were here. <laughs> You're wrapped in furs and pearls just like you always were, my yes. darling. I love fur and I love pearls, and that's all that I have on is furs and pearls. These are three other people's coats that I'm wearing. You know what? Give them back their coats. But if, honey, if I give them back their coats, I'm going to be naked as the day I was born. That's just the way I like it. Seed. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we, we can't have all of the seeds be <laughs> rated they must, R. They must be. That is the thread. <laughs> that is the theme we've set. <laughs> the theme of the, oh, now yes. we know the night. Now yes. we know the night. Hey, now we know that it's night. past 11 p.m. It's past 11 p.m. People, okay. it's past 11 p.m. Uh, could you tell? I am a person who I never talked to you about this, but uh, I am a, I have never, probably not since I was a very young child, had a regular sleep schedule. Uh, for you, you said this is past your bedtime. Man, I be trying to get a regular sleep schedule. Talk, let's talk I, about it. Yeah, I've been trying to get a regular sleep schedule because I want to sleep at like 10 o'clock, but what I find <laughs> is that I'm in bed at 10, mm -hmm. but then I don't go to sleep till about 1 in the morning, 2 mm -hmm. in the morning. Mm -hmm. How about how about you? How are you about sleeping? Uh, I'm all over the place, but I, I also have a schedule that like my I work from home and then no one really keeps track of my schedule, so like I can kind of just, as long as I get stuff done. So like yeah. I, yeah, I don't really I, I'm bad at it. I I got a dog to try and get, keep me on a schedule, and th even then I'm still pretty bad at keeping him on his routine. I, here's the thing that I wonder. I mean, I know for regular people, normies, as I've heard others call them, I know that a lot of people live on a schedule. But we're artists, we're creatives. I think it's appropriate that we live like raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> I th I just think it's how we're wired. It's how we are. And I don't want to. I don't do want to fight it anymore. Living like raccoons. I don't know. It just <laughs> felt funny. But I feel like raccoons are sort of nocturnal, but also can be in the up during the day. They're just all over the place. They just <laughs> catch as catch can, and that's how I feel. I've been. I think since I was like, ooh, my birthday. Um, Wait, is your birthday today? No, that's my birthday on the screen. Eleven. Oh, eleven nineteen. It happens Aww. a lot, but it's a you know. Uh, uh, but uh, I I always feel like. I've been fighting my whole life to be on some sort of regular schedule. It doesn't want to happen. I know. My my body don't want it. And since I was a well, child. Well, I think, you know, I think it's just the comedy scene, right? The comedy scene is like late night. Mm -hmm. And then when you combine working a regular nine to five, that mess hurts. Because, mm. you know, comedy, mm -hmm. you don't get home till about like midnight if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. You're 1 a.m. And then you got to turn around and wake up and, and work a nine to five. That mess sucks. Like. Crap. So that's why I always I'm like, man, this past my bedtime because I'm like, I should be asleep at 10. But am I ever like, no, because I don't get home till like late a lot of times. <clears throat> where, where, So where did this and I don't always. OK, I, I sometimes try to avoid talking about I like people's history, but sometimes I try to avoid talking about improv and comedy mm -hmm. on here just because. We're another podcast talking to comedians, and there's a lot of podcasts with comedians talking about comedy. So mm. I try to avoid it, but I I want to dig into it actually because I love uh, Onya is part of Branded Silk, which to me, you guys are one of the best teams in the city. Oh, thank you, like thank you sincerely. I think you're one of the greatest. So, um, I I want to know as much history about about you guys as as I can know. For you, how does all this start? Is it were you a theater kid? 
Did you love comedy? Did you, did it, does this all happen by accident? Ooh, How does this a, happen? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, uh, oh my so, gosh. so, cause you said you started in 2013 mm -hmm. studying improv. Improv, yeah. What is before that? Before that, ooh, that is a great question. Mm -hmm. But before I get into it, let me shout, shout out Brandon Silk. Shout, shout out. out Aaron and um Jeff. What up, what up, what it do? Jeff and, is the last one. I'm gonna yeah, get you. Yeah, I'll Jeff gotta come you. through. Um, um, and then also shameless plug, Brandon still got a show February the second, mm. second Saturday at mm. 7 p.m. in February, second Saturday. What is that? Like February 10th, I think February 10th at 7 p.m. at the Brooklyn Comedy Collective. So come Talk through and it. see the magic nice. that Ralph is talking about. about All right. It. We will bless you mm. and you will be changed. Mm. Amen. Mm. Now, <laughs> now let me get back to the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So where did it start? Um, so I think, you know, at a young age, I really wanted to be in entertainment. And, um, when I was in college, I kind of fell into, I mean, it started, honestly, true. If you really want to go back to it, let's go back I started, go all the way back. I started singing first mm. and when that didn't pan out, I got into modeling. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was doing modeling stuff. And then mm. when it when that didn't come as quick as I like in college, I fell into acting and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do my own thing. And um, I took an improv class in college and my teacher was like, yo, you got something you should you should pursue it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, well, I'm a theater major. That's what I'm doing. But I because I ain't no long form improv. I was just like, oh, it's just so improv you, did, you went to school for theater. I went to school for theater. Okay. Yeah. And um, and my improv teacher was like, oh, I should, you know, have something here. I should pursue it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Now, looking back on it, I think she was like, do improv, right? Yeah. Um, and um, so I didn't actually study improv until, like I said, in 2013. And the way I got into it was I actually met Keisha from Astronomy Club. Mm. I was taking a, a commercial, one-camera commercial class. And half Shout of the Keisha people. Zola. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, Keisha. Exactly. Yeah. She taught a sketch class that I took and. She's awesome. Oh, I also worked with up. her in Baltimore. And she was oh, great. for real? Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Um, I didn't know she was in Baltimore. And I was... Well, she she came. Oh, she came I was part of the Baltimore Improv Group, and she uh, she was working with us to do like uh, as a consultant uh, as we were doing like an anti racist revamp of our oh, curriculum okay. and stuff like that. Oh, so I got to work with up. her that way. Yeah. That's what's up. She's um, one of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, I was about to say somebody's brought her up on this podcast before. I think it was you. Yeah, definitely oh. one of my favorite improv teachers of or comedy teachers I've had. Yeah, love it. Um, so yeah, so we we took a class together, and um, the the on camera class teacher was like, "Oh, you should you know study improv at UCB," and I was like, "All right, I'll I'll take a class, put it on my resume, make it look good." And so I took a, a class at UCB, and then. Um, one of the assignments was to go see a show. So I went to see a show and ever since then I was hooked. I saw the show and was uh -huh. like, Oh, this is long form improv. I was like, so this is improv. I was like, that's it. That's wow. it. Game on. And so since then I've been, been doing improv. What, I, fell, do I fell in love with it. I caught, I caught the bug. Wow. And I know, I know how that feels. As a matter of fact, I, I mean, I was an improv life, maybe not a lifer, but I was heavily into improv by the time I, uh, by the time I, showed up but one of the a friend told me about the pay because i was all about ucb i came to new york i'm from here but i went to college i went to high school elsewhere i went to college elsewhere so i came okay. back to new york and i'd already been doing a lot of short form improv and my uh friend was doing um classes at the pit because i was like oh I'll, I'll do the ucb at some point i took classes at the pit 
And he's like, come see shows. And I think I think he took me to a show. I think one of the first or second shows he took me to was a, was a Centralia show. And that's when oh, I was like, oh. You saw them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. So, like this show. Burn Manhattan. Oh, yeah. love them. So, so um, oh, yeah, you know, you're talking about oh, the OG no, status. The OGs. I, like, they, like, They're the I greatest saw improv UCB, team in the world. And then me. I saw Burn Manhattan. I was like, next level. Wow. Next level. I was like. And to be honest, like that show, when I saw them, really, it really, I was like, I got to get that good. Yes. I got to get that good. They're yeah. this, I mean, this show, no suggestion is named for them because mm. they don't take a suggestion. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, so I definitely, I know what you mean about like when you see a show and you're like, whoa. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, wait. So, but the show that you were seeing. So I just saw a standard like Harold and okay. I was, and I never seen long form improv before. So when I saw it, I was like. Yo, this is this is magical. This is this is what's up. And so that's when I I just started. I I just fell into the the improv trap and like just went hard, yeah. hard in the paint, like yeah. hard. I I really I always I think this might be a recurring theme on the show, but I always think like like even today, like I had not really anything to do in the middle of the day, and I was like, I'm just gonna go do a drop in class. You know, I've been doing improv. I was just thinking about. I've been doing improv for 23 or so years and i'm wow. still like in the middle of the day i'm gonna go do a drop in, drop in. Yeah. i just did a jam last yeah. night you yeah. know and um yeah there i was like what is it it's magic man is there's something magical about mm. it it's so odd it's so weird mm. that it's keeps, addicting yeah. and like you be fighting too you be like man i got a show i just want to lay in bed right now mm -hmm. and then you just drag your body up mm -hmm. and then as soon as you hit that stage and you get that laugh Game over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. It's yeah. a done deal. Yeah. Is it like even like today? This like yeah. This night I was like, I really want to sleep. If I got a show, then I got to do this radio thing. Man, <laughs> mm -hmm, I dragged mm -hmm. my butt. I did the show, and I was like, all right. Yeah. I could keep doing this. I could keep going. I ain't going nowhere. Wow. <laughs> did I say I was leaving? I'm just joking. <laughs> Good. Don't yep, die. Yep, yep. Don't die on me. And he was so good at it too, because he was like, "Oh, I'm coughing. Let me back away from the yeah, back away, back away from the microphone. Technique. Like that's that's me. I would have coughed all in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Uh. I would have coughed all up in that microphone. Yeah. No, like, I prefer to to die silently <laughs> to go to go out to pasture. You know, yeah, just slip out and never be seen again. What do you, What do you mean? What do you mean you prefer to die silently? We, we we'll try to save you. We, yeah. if you're really dying. No, no, no. You, Just, we're uh, doctors. We took an oath. We have to help you. No, no, no. Let me let me crawl. Simeon, Simeon. What? We want to keep you alive. Okay. We're both doctors. Yes. We took and the the we Hippocratic took oath. Yes, oath. The Hippocratic oath. You forgot the name of the oath. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> we but we we forgot the name, but we didn't forget the oath. What is the oath? Tell it to me. Uh, it's the Hippocratic oath. Mm -hmm. Yes, say it, rec recite it to me. Um, um, that oh, oh, Canada, oh Canada, oh Canada. It's because Canada is so benevolent. Yeah, exactly. Look, it's the Hippocratic oath. Look, just uh, just let me, let me, let me go into the retention pond behind the hospital and just uh, crawl into the pipes just, and just leave, no. leave me there. This is we a very the this bleeding we can stop yeah, it very easily. Yeah, we can stop it. You just you just broke your leg. That's all, and it's we can we can seal it look, together. Just, uh, 
let me wait for the coldest part of the night and then just shove me out the front door and bolt the door and never look back. You're a married man, a father of four children. You have a great career. This is just a broken leg. It'll be stronger after it heals. Yeah, Yeah, just uh, put me on an ice flow and push it off and let me... Let me fall down the East River and float down the East River. These are incre- These are increasingly Inc- grim. Increasingly, increasingly grim. Ways to die. I, I, it, it's uh, totally needless. Pile up some wood in the town square and burn me like a witch. <laughs> There's no reason to build <laughs> a pyre exactly. and burn Look, you on it. We can just censure you up real quick. We can stitch you up real quick, and that's it. We took an oath. Yes. And that this is one of the easiest, the easiest surgeries. Yeah, there's this is no. We gonna put a cast on and and, and you'll be look, good to go. You could just walk. I'm gonna call five of my brothers and you call five of your brothers and then we'll battle it out into the death. I have no. only a cousin who's a who's a lady. Listen, I'm an only child. I'm an only child too. We can't even we can't even fulfill that part of it. We for can't. You. My mother died yesterday. I I'm sorry. Save her. Oh, it's okay. She just slept and, and she just didn't wake up. Oh, she died so in her sleep. That, yeah, you can't yeah, even beautiful. know. I couldn't even. I didn't know. This is that is it. You can't even know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. This we can see. In fr- this, I can see I, the break see, in your exactly. leg. Exactly. And I can yeah. clean. Look, yes. go to a carnival. Win a goldfish in a bag. Put me in that bag and let me switch places with that goldfish. We'd have to teach that goldfish so many skills that yeah, it can't even that learn. It can't even. I don't even think the goldfish will be able to even breathe air. There's no way that you fit in that bag. And that goes against our Hippocratic oath. We took, we oh, Canada, oh, Canada. We have to save you. I volunteers, tribute. Put me in a death match. <laughs> Why are you Brother wearing Fader. a platinum blonde wig? You're not N- Jennifer no, Lawrence. You're not Jennifer Lawrence. The, I'm surprised you got all that. All right, bring the real Jennifer Lawrence over here and kill the doppelganger. Are you depressed or sad? I think I think you may need a psychiatrist or therapy. We we'll, we we'll, we also will offer that for you. We're, yeah, we're doctors and we want to preserve you in any way that we yeah. can. Your health is our obligation. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out that you've been holding your side for the last five minutes. Your leg is what's broken. Your leg is broken, (laughs) but you're holding your side. Uh, I have a gunshot wound. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, legit was holding his side the whole time like he was sick. And I was like, but it's your leg. It is your leg. (laughs) Oh, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Just what you said. It's magic. Um. Uh yeah. Um I do I do want to talk about I think Aaron told us when he was here. You guys Brandon Circle has been together like what 8 years? I mean, it's been a while. Maybe it has been 8 years. Um maybe we got together 2016, 2017. I I remember that the first time I saw you guys was about I feel like it's 7. I feel like he exaggerated a little bit. I think it was 2017. I don't know. When was the first time you saw us? I saw you guys on I think two years ago, three maybe three years ago, I did uh, Sydney Duncan's reparation. Oh, was that show. the first time? Oh, okay, that's what's up. And I saw you guys play together, and I was like, "Wait, I don't know these folks." <laughs> and it was astonishing because you guys are so great, and I was like, "I've never seen you guys before. Wow. How is this possible?" Because you know the scene is pretty big, but 
I don't. Uh, to me, yeah. it seems odd that there are other black players yeah. who are so great that I'd never run into before yeah. or heard about. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe because I'm a like I said, I'm a pit baby. I don't know a yeah. lot about the UCB mm -hmm. world. Well, same. I think Sydney Duncan's um, show really like I, like half of the people. I was like, wait, I don't, I don't know, I don't know half wow. these people. Okay, I don't have these people here. So same, same. Shout out Sydney yeah, Duncan, yeah, past yeah, guest, putting everything, everything together. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, that was a great show. That was a great show. And you guys closed out the night, right? Yeah, I yep. think so. That was good. Fire. Yeah, my old North Coast. That whole that whole show was fire. Actually, it couldn't have been that long ago because Stephanie. Ray, that was one of her first shows with North Coast. She hasn't been on North Coast that long. She that was her first show. Yeah, that was her first show because she just came out. Like ironically, okay, I said I didn't know half those people, but I did know half of them. Okay, at least. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but okay. yeah, that Stephanie had just came out. Like I met more people during the pandemic, and then like mm. Sydney Duncan was one of those shows that was like, oh, I got to I get to see these people in person. Okay, so you've been in New York since when? Since 2016. I mean, 2013. 13. Okay. So right when you got here is when you started. Mm -hmm. you started and so that's why I feel like, because it's 2024 now, I feel like Brandon Silk, we've been around for like six or seven. Okay. Because I started the improv, improv scene in 2013. And then it took about three or four years. So I, I think I want to say it was 2017, 2000. 2017 has to be the earliest. So, and Brandon Silk, has it always just been the three of you? always been the three of us the way that it happened was we all took a class um we took this um advanced level class at um an asp class at U, uh ucb what's the as asp advanced ADT? student we're home even yes, when ADT, they're not exactly uh -huh. that one that one yeah um when and, you're not here ucb yeah. is watching <laughs> that's true um and like we were all in class together um and me and aaron was on a different team and jeff was on a, another team so me and Aaron was on a team together and Jeff was on a different team. And then UCB had like the three on three tournament and me and Aaron, we submitted our like I, we. Yeah. the Well, three on three improv. Oh, oh OK. Three on three improv tournament, kind of like basketball. But OK. It's, it's improv. You guys all wore high socks. So it was so. like it was like, oh, I wish we should have. <laughs> it was like three, only three improvisers mm -hmm. competing against other three, only three improvisers. And um, so it was like. So me and Aaron submitted with our team and um and but Jeff had came to me and was like, Hey, I wanna do this with you. And well and since two of our members of the original team what didn't make it, me and Aaron was like, Okay, you know, Jeff, let's I was like, let let's just team up with Jeff. So that's how we became branded silk and for the was for that, the tournament. Was that first set just so magical that it was like oh Yeah, I mean it was a good set. We we went all the way to finals. So we ah. were the finalists. And um, everyone was like, y'all need to stay together because um, we've never seen something like this before. And we just kind of stayed together. Wow. We stayed together. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn. Um, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't really know what kind of foul to call this, but uh, your team isn't playing basketball. You guys are all just pantomiming like you're playing basketball like it's an improv show oh you've never seen this technique yeah, before i mean exactly mm, well this is a new way to play basketball it figures in your imagination yeah you guys keep trying to sweep at it the game uh it seems like you guys are trying to do improv 
here instead of playing this 3v3 tournament of actual basketball. My colleague Quintana and I, Mm -hmm. we just have our own technique and our own aims. Everyone else is aiming to put the ball into the hoop, but we have a more high and metaphysical aim. Yeah, uh, they just score they just scored two points on you guys. But have they? The score is seventy four to have, zero. Have they scored? Have they scored at all? Wait until we transcend mm. to the different plane. Wait until we truly meet our aim yes. when the corporeal meets the sacred. Mm, a fixed point. Yeah. Yes. Ah, my arm is resting on a ledge. You are holding a jar of preserves. Yes, holding a jar of preserves. Okay, well, um, we're just going to disqualify you guys and uh, count count it as a win for the team that's actually playing basketball. While you're talking to us right now, I actually scored two points. Mm, And the jar of preserves has grown. Yeah. Oh, yes, check the scoreboard, sir. Two, two. And now check the imaginary scoreboard behind us, God's scoreboard. The Lord scoreboard. The Lord scored. The Lord scored today. Scene. I wish I wish there could be a documentation of the look on Jake's face. Just I know. Like true <laughs> bewilderment. Deep like, acting. What? these people talk oh excellent (laughs) um and i think we've talked about this before but tell tell me where where did you where were you coming from when you moved to new york and where are you from originally okay yeah so i um was born and raised in baltimore and i actually when i moved to new york yeah baltimore maryland Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what's up that's where you Um, went to college or that's also where you were raised uh no i didn't go to college there but i worked i i lived there from 2014 to 2021 got it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was gone by then but yeah um born and raised in baltimore and then i went to the university of southern california so i lived out in la for several years and then i came back to baltimore and then i was like you know what let me go to New York. U- USC. So I there's a video that I watch over and over of my favorite director, James L. Brooks and Larry Moss teaching a class at UCB. At I mean, USC. Yeah, <laughs> AKA ADT. Home <laughs> uh, yeah, USC. Because I understand that they it was either their film and television program or their, their acting program. But I guess they have a really... Strong one. What? 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 What was it? You, you don't, that? Didn't seem Man, to resonate with you. Um. No, I do not ever recall running into Larry Moss at USC. Um. You know, USC was an experience, but I am grateful for that experience because you know, when I was at USC, I just felt like as an African American, a person of color, um, my stories wasn't being told, mm. and they were doing all of these, you know, plays like Russian mafia, you know, Russian stuff, and I was just like, this doesn't relate to me. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be a theater major, I want to produce something that relates to my culture. And I um took over the Black Entertainment and Theatrical Association. So I started this organization and started directing and putting on shows like um August Wilson Fences and uh George C. Wolf the Color Museum. And I, you know, I really created an environment in which people of color could like share showcase their talent. Mm-hmm. And it it definitely is one of my proudest things that I've done at USC because, you know, it got to the point where people were coming to me and saying, like, hey, you're the reason why I'm, I went to USC in the first place. Or wow. you're, and so I'm like, wow, this is, you know, 
I, you know, I did yeah. something that yeah. changed yeah, awesome. something. Yeah. Um, and like, I remember, and it was a struggle. Let me tell you, it was very much a struggle. I put in a lot of, I, I can't even remember. Like there would be days where I just wouldn't sleep. Cause I'd be like going to school and then like producing this, you know, play and making wow. sure everything gets together. Um, and like, the first play that I did was like an all black cast. And my teacher was like, you know, there hasn't been an all black, you know, play on this campus produced in five years. So it was something that I was like, OK, I'm on the right track. I'm doing something. And it, it, it was a remarkable experience and a, a, a big growth for me as an artist. I mm -hmm. wouldn't say I would not say as an actress, but as an artist, I grew a lot because I was, you know, directing, producing acting and, and writing and creating my own works mm -hmm. so that, that's when i really started to realize i had a talent in comedy and in in an entertainment period that that there was something for me wow the, um there's a lot of things about this story that are interesting to me one of them is like um so i'm i'm a patient uh and i'm you know, from East New York. And I think sometimes people don't understand this, but the culture of East New York is very different, even to other parts of New York, because mm -hmm. it's very Caribbean. So a lot of, you know, a lot of people are um, immigrants or first generation Americans. My mm -hmm. parents are, you know, from Haiti. And so for me, like, I don't have the same experience as like some of my peers who might be like fourth, fifth, sixth generation um, American you know, in, from this country. And, uh, I can hear myself. Um, but, uh, some, so sometimes it doesn't always strike me. Like I could be in spaces where there's, you know, a big diversity of people, mm -hmm. or I could be in spaces where I'm the only black person. And I may not even notice until I do something like Sidney Duncan's reparation show mm -hmm. where, the, where I'm surrounded by a lot of black people or, um, where, uh, my sisters, one of my sisters went to an HBCU and I would go, or I visited, I remember years ago, I visited Howard University just as an adult, mm -hmm. just visited. And I was like, whoa, okay, this is, this feels different. Yeah. This is something yeah. I have not experienced before. There's something else to this where, yeah. and, and it's not even like I, it's something I'm super unfamiliar with because growing up in East New York, you know, I could go weeks and weeks without seeing a white person in person. But uh, there is, there is something interesting and different about when people of color are intentionally in one mm -hmm. space yeah. to pursue one thing. What do you, I just want, if you have. No, 100%. Like, that. no, 100%. And I think, cause I was born and raised in Baltimore. It was like, I feel like Baltimore is like 99% black. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just black people, black people, black people. Wow. And when I went out to the West coast, I was like, I definitely got a culture shock. Cause it was something different. Like mm. I wasn't seeing, you know, just, black people anymore i was seeing other and then i was also my mom made a point to send me to a private school growing up so my hood was black but then i went to a private school where i was like you know one of five black people in the entire school so wow. i kind of knew how to navigate into how to code switch mm. you know so that i can fit into different cultures um but i knew like oh if i'm going to school at usc like i just like put me on an african-american theme floor where at least I can come home and see people like me. And so, like, I, I immediately was like, okay, USC is probably going to be predominantly white. So let me just, let me live on a floor in which I can celebrate black culture and our, our own uniqueness. Because, you know, especially if you live in a world where 
and you grow up where it's like black isn't seen as beautiful and you know you're not really cherished and you're often overlooked for projects that you probably could do extremely well being around your own kind and that you know will be able to uplift you and celebrate you and say hey you're beautiful and and to just uplift you and understand where you come from and understand your own lingo and culture it's 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 uplifting it really is it's inspiring uplifting and motivating i i don't i don't know how quite how to talk about it because again as a haitian american it's like it's like i am a a, a black american but it's like a sort of uh you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like it's like it's like sometimes people talk to me about things i should have been raised on if i mm-hmm. but i'm like my parents are haitian yeah yeah they yeah. don't well my dad's nigerian so oh, like fantastic. yeah so like my dad's nigerian my mom you know was a slave like you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She probably Nigeria the family probably yeah. she probably was but they came over in the slave. But anyway, yeah. so like I you know, but I was born and raised in America, so I have my Nigerian culture and my Nigerian heritage, which Jeff always try to claim I'm like Jeff always is like, only oh, you not Nigerian. I'm like, Jeff, how you gonna tell me like I'm Nigerian? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, my Baltimore accent is coming out. Sorry mm-hmm. for those that don't <laughs> understand the ocean. Going down the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the interesting. Do you do you notice that your parents have similar perspectives about being black in America or are they do they have distinct differences? Because I, I tend to notice that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, I guess they have similar. Well, see, my thing, my parents separated when I was young. My dad was pretty much a huge stickler on like, you know, if you if you Nigerians get this and like it's just kind of like you got to be the best student. You got to have the straight A's. You got to have this. You got to you know what I'm saying? Like you if you get a B plus, why didn't you get an A? Like it's just like Mm. you have to be the best and you got to be either a doctor or an engineer or, you know, something like so that they can brag. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, um immigrants they get it right like it's just like you have to be the best so they can brag about you right Mm. um and you know my on my mom's side black culture my mom really like um i I think my mom supported my dad in that she wanted us to to get good grades and to go to a selective school and to have a better future so um um yeah but she but i learned more of the black life experience you know just living in america and from my mom's side, mm-hmm. you know, my mom's family, mm-hmm. you know, um, more so than from my dad's side, from my Nigerian side. Man, there's something that's so interesting about that that I think I really, gosh, just having this conversation is illuminating for me what it really was that resonated with me in the movie Black Panther, mm-hmm. which is like, that is the experience that I had, which is if you're in America and you're black, you're a black American, you're an African American. But like my experience, my parents coming from Haiti, it's like, it's not, I sort of have like a skewed version of kind of seeing how someone who is a black person, but who's not a black American would see a black American. And there is like, it's like a little bit of a funhouse mirror. It's a little bit different, but, we're also all family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I don't I don't know quite how to describe it, but yeah. it's very interesting. And what it like what constitutes soul, like our colloquial, like what we call soul, being a Black American, it's a very nuanced, fibrous, sinewy mm-hmm. uh, 
thing. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, this is the best way I can describe it. Um, you know how sometimes you'll watch Richard Pryor and he says something and you don't know, you don't know if he's joking or not. And you don't know if he knows if he's joking or not. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it feels like. Or the same way with like, sometimes I listen to Ghostface and I'm like, does he know that he's funny? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is what it feels like to me. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. You I know? I, I did not get any of that. Okay. <laughs> ah. Ah. I don't know. There's there's just something about it that is so mm, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to put it. It's yeah. it's it's very there's a there's a matrix to it. Yeah. We in the matrix, bro. <laughs> we in the matrix. You don't understand. We in the matrix. Hey, uh look. Huh. You just keep plugging wires into your hoodie and saying we're in the matrix, man. <laughs> nah, because matrix. I'm gonna I'm gonna circuit tree my way out of this. There's different circuitry going on. So when you stuck in the matrix, I'm gonna zap myself and hop out and I'm gonna be next to Trinity. I'm like, get off me, white woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm in the matrix. Hey, uh Jeff, we're really happy to have you as part of the A V club. But, yeah. Um Hold on, give me them wires. I need these wires too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alvin, you a good you 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 a good dude. Thank you. Um, you stuck yeah. in the matrix though. Yeah, uh, we mostly just like to come together and we play with computers and sometimes watch movies together. I'm I'm I don't know what you. Yeah, you you're think. like giving a whole sermon conspiracy theory thing, <laughs> and we just want to you know have fun and play games. Hey, it, it's cool. It's cool to to hang out with your friends and play games, but I ain't playing. I ain't playing. I ain't because I don't see this. Look at all this Jeff, circuitry. Jeff, we're we're in classes with you. You don't act like this in class. What <laughs> what is this? What is this like voice and character you're putting because on? Because the agents are online in see, class. You see. This is the third time we talked about the agents, okay? The like, agents are online in class, but when the bell rings, the agents power down. That's when I power up. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, anyway, like, I'm going to play my Pac Man now, and I just need. Look at these lugs. Look at these Funkmaster Flex lugs I that I got on. See how they're tied? They're tied with circuitry. I uh, took the laces out and I tied them with circuitry. Oh, okay. oh, um, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think that's safe, but yeah, I took my I took my braces out this white orthodontry and I replaced the wires with circuitry. I, okay, yeah, that's really I, that's, that's really bad. Dangerous. Yeah, that that's stuff's really like super dangerous. sharp like, and like corrosive metals. Yeah, and, that's not that's not good. Yeah, if you I were put, to smile, swallow it, I would not. If you guys look closely at the fibers of my hair follicles, okay, this. <laughs> <laughs> that's my hair but eventually oh, i'm oh, gonna okay. replace each one with circuitry all right jeff uh that's, that's... i think you should just go all right just one more game of halo all right see <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> one more game of halo. Cool, um, cool, cool. yeah this is uh this i was like a beautiful time yeah we're, it's we're, fun it's fun when you like ab i was like dang <laughs> I actually don't even know what the AV club is either. I was like, what do they it's, do? It's, yeah. it's something. What do the they do? The audio visual club. I, I think know. they just set audio up TVs. Visual, they, set up TVs. <laughs> oh, okay. they set up TVs. Yeah. 
It's we, set up a lot of set up BCRs. When you said gaming, I was like, one, I can hop on that because I don't know what it is. Adobe Digital's third round. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I? Man, I do. I, I always feel like I want, I have something to say about that 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 uh that conversation. Oh, do you? Is that an aspiration of yours to produce eventually and and direct things or oh, you, or is performing know, yeah. in the forefront for you? You know that you be asking some good questions. Mm. What? I was not ready. Ha-ha. Um. Yeah, 100%. I think that's the aspiration, and that's probably going to be the goal. Um. That that is the goal of this year is, um, to actually just get out there and start producing some of my own stuff because I haven't really done that in a while mm. um i mean i did it i did um last year the bcc i teach at the bcc y'all so oh. if y'all want to take improv classes check me out the bcc brooklyn comedy collective mm-hmm. i teach improv level one and y'all gonna be what? fire if you learning from me you're gonna be fire that foundation end. um yes because like, i'll give dialogue, you that foundation dylon 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 they spit hot fire um so anyway, but what was I going to say? Yeah, at the BCC, I was part of Pitch Fest, so I did. Um, so I did showcase my pilot, and that's on YouTube, so that people can see. Um, and like I, I'm just I'm ready to just do more of my own stuff. Um, because it's been a minute. I, I when I graduated college, I was like, boom, I had some stuff, and I did my like one woman show, and I toured it, and then at the end, I was like, kind of got tired of it, and was like, oh, let me just do improv. <laughs> well, uh, hold on, we got like about. Four minutes left. I want you to tell me about this one woman my show. My one woman show. Yeah. So my one woman show is called Charmed. I'm sure, um, and it's pretty much a collection of monologues based on my life growing up in Baltimore and going to school at USC. And um, yeah, it was you know it was really fun show. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll do it again this year. Who knows? You know. Um, but but yeah, it was uh, yeah. That's that's what I got to say about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna I haven't said this on air before. I haven't really said it much out loud, but I'm gonna spit this right now. This is my this is a true ambition of mine. Is a thing that I would like to eventually do, um, in conjunction with the mission of this podcast, is I would like to shoot specials for improv teams and clowns in the city so that it's not just stand-ups i much as i love them taking up all the real estate of having this also why this podcast exists because i wanted to give take up some of that real estate that stand-ups take up for themselves in terms of marketing themselves and branding themselves do that for improvisers i want to do the same uh for improv in terms of shooting specials i don't know why there isn't more long form improv as is right exactly on, on video on because video, I think people right? would like to see it so i have um an ambition to shoot specials. I'm gonna say right now, the ambition. And one, I want to shoot a, I want to shoot a special for Centralia. I want to shoot a special for, even though I'm not playing with them anymore, North Coast. Mm-hmm. I'd want to shoot a special for Michael Bird, mm-hmm. Cosmic Unity, and what I would love to do is shoot a special for Branded Silk. Fire. Let's I, get it. I want, let's get I want, it. That is that's, an ambition. That let's I get it. Do. Nice. And I align with that ambition. Mm. I align with it. Let's get you it. That's what I want to do. I align with it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so 100 percent Yeah, that is. Put that mess on Netflix. Yes. Okay. Show Put it on black real improv. <laughs> black <laughs> Felix. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But that's improv I is. really think that's really important to me. I think it's not something 
I, it's something I've thought long and hard about. It's probably other team, but like teams that have been together a long time mm-hmm. who really like they're, I don't want to say, I guess seasoned, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. but just that, you know, people who can represent what mm-hmm. this scene is. I think yeah. that's a lot of um, what I wanted to do with this podcast is like um, just because I feel like a lot of podcasts are like, okay, you're going to play this character for 78 minutes. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and yeah, that is not the yeah. way it feels. That's not the way it feels to go to a jam or a drop in oh. or do a show mm-hmm. in New York. You know what I mean? So I wanted to do something that feels like what it means to be a New York improviser. Yeah. But and similarly, like, you know, I feel like your team, Centralia, like yeah. these are the teams that like, represent let's talk let's you know. talk mm. let's talk let's mm. make that happen business i stand 100%. on business yes i stand you about that on business ralph you about business. it <laughs> you see me right here right now <laughs> audience you can't see me but jake and Oni can tell you right now they can they can oh. test they can give you a testimony that right now as i stand i'm standing here right now on, on business, business. looking yep. like a robot yeah <laughs> he's got a nice squatting perch yeah nice squat nice squat. arms oh, perking perpendicular yeah, this is a little bit of a you know what i mean this is a little bit of a i don't even know a little bit of a chris farley just like strong oh, that foundation is a chris farley. That is yeah a chris farley. on right. business <laughs> down by the river adt <laughs> um what so okay uh so uh there's uh show. branded silk branded show silk. two yep. coming up in february yeah february 10th at 7 p.m at the brooklyn comedy collective and then your girl is also teaching improv level one at the brooklyn comedy collective so sign up for that in march um yeah and then also i perform weekly at the magnet theater yes. the musical theater what's the name from of your, your team? girls truly um little spoon little spoon um, every thursday every thursday time varies from 7 to 10 p.m at night y'all so you know get that popcorn ready mm. um but yeah every thursday you can you can hit me up i'm always doing improv so check me out fantastic oh, and just go to www.onyokuli.com <laughs> you want to speak, spell it out spell it out for the people okay www.onyiokoli.com yeah and nice. can people find you that same way on instagram oh, on instagram you can find me at onyiokuli so yeah nice. instagram facebook at onyiokuli tell people how to find you jake uh i am foolish boy on instagram yes yeah. Jake does a jam every Wednesday. Yeah, you can come to the Pitts Wednesday night scene jam. I'm one of the four hosts. Yeah, if you right. if you are interested in improv, come down and play. I think it's like five dollars. Yep. And uh, I'm Rob Jean Pierre. Uh, you can find this podcast. You can find my music. You can find all that at preciousgorgeous.com. This has been no suggestion. We love y'all. Good night. Bye. Bye.